Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know, have you put yourself in my shoes today? I mean, <laughs> I mean this, by the way. I'm sitting here. I mean, what what am I supposed to talk about today? Not that we don't have a lack. We don't have a lack of things to talk about. That's not what I mean. I mean, when I'm here to tell you, I just just let me run through, run through a quick list of things that are at the top of the agenda, potentially. My goodness, we've got uh, Nancy Pelosi out there trying to start a war with China over her trip to Taiwan. We got that to talk about. We've got interest rates are up another three uh, three quarters of a percent, 0.75% increase, thanks to the radical left and the, well, just the atrocious policies and ideas of their of their movement. In fact, I told Oz before the show we are living a Hank Williams Jr. country song. The interest is up, the stock market's down. Is that true? Maybe a little bit. You're only getting mugged if you go downtown. I mean, this is what we're living. We got a president that we went <laughs> we went from thinking he just didn't blink anymore. <laughs> We went from thinking we had a president who didn't blink his eyes to realizing the reason we didn't think he blinked his eyes was because they had to edit his speech so much. A speech, may I point out, that he was reading off of a teleprompter. They had to edit it so much that when they spliced this thing together, which I'm telling you right now, you if you have a child who is done any video editing congratulations they are qualified to work in the white house (laughs) editing video because there's no way in the world they could have edited the video whatever they're doing i mean stuff from your iphone whatever video that you've taken maybe pull out the camcorder from 1998 your child can probably edit it better than what the biden administration's video editor editor has done editing it so badly, I mean, it it's hard edits. There's no, I don't know the terminology, you know, as far as the types of transitions between camera shots, but these are just hard breaks. And then they, they break back in continuation. You know, you'll have a tight shot on the president's face and then a split second and the camera will be back where you can see the environment around him is awful stuff. So we got that out there. We got climate. Climate alarmists who are planning to launch their own insurrection, since we're just going to use this term today, their own insurrection, shut down the city of Washington, D.C. unless Biden declares a climate emergency. We've got the fallout from the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court narrative, which now apparently apparently they want us to believe that the leaked draft of the Supreme Court uh, decision actually hurt 
hurt the efforts of persuading Kavanaugh uh, to not overrule, overturn, I should say, the Roe Roe case. My goodness, we got people, we got the left redefining everything. They are redefining what a recession is. We've talked about this. Now they're just lying in front of you, right in plain sight. uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre using her notebook as usual. We've got another lying radical economic advisor for the Biden administration literally lying to you, straight up lying to the American people, acting like they have never heard of a definition of what a recession is, which if any of you had ever taken any economics course at all, ever in your life, you would have been told two consecutive quarters of negative growth, which is a weird way of saying uh, negative growth. You know, the economy is getting smaller. Two consecutive quarters, and in case we have a Bernie Sanders supporting leftist in here who needs help, I love you, by the way. I'm just playing, just kind of playing. But if you need help, a quarter is three months. So there's four of those a year, hence the term quarter. You know, four quarters make a dollar. Four quarters in a basketball game makes a entire game. Four there, There's four quarters in a year. If you have two consecutive quarters where the economy actually has a negative sign in front of it, lo and behold, that becomes a recession. That suddenly we're told that's not the case, and they look at us as though we've made that we've made that up over the course of history. Representative Elon Omar out there is quote so damn proud, quoting her by the way, that she has a staffer who you know, stormed or, you know, basically took over Chuck Schumer's office, another insurrectionist that she's proud of. We got scientists who who have apparently, so we're told, created chewing gum or are close to creating chewing gum, whatever, that's designed, Oz, you're going to like this, designed to stop the spread of COVID. Chewing gum. I don't know the flavors. Oz is pretty particular in her flavors of chewing gum, but there's gum apparently you can buy to stop the spread of COVID, which got me to think, and that's probably what Eric Aquaman Garcetti was doing when he was holding his breath. Remember when he told us that? He takes his masks off for pictures, mayor of of Los Angeles, takes his mask off for pictures. That upset everybody because he was breaking his own mask policies. No, no, no. He said, I was holding my breath. Probably going to find out now that he was chewing this gum to stop the spread of COVID. But actually, I want to start really quickly, just really quickly, because this has entertained me to no end as well. We have a Democrat who has now announced he is running against Biden in the 2024 primary. Now, I could play a joke on you and say, who do you think this Democrat is? And you're not going to guess, unless you're maybe from the state of Maryland. And I'm not sure if you would even know this name if you're in the state of Maryland. This individual's name is Jerome Seagal. And that's not to be confused with Steven Seagal. Jerome, not to be confused with Steven Seagal, is apparently going to be running as a Democrat against Biden in the 2024 primary. Now, he was running for the Democratic nomination for governor of Maryland, finished... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> finished ninth out of 10 Democrats. So he was in the bottom 10 percentile, right? He was, I mean, eight other Democrats were ahead of this guy. 
And I got to be honest with you, just knowing that, knowing that he beat the 10th place guy, he might be, we might be looking right now at a toss-up between Jerome Seagal, again, not to be confused with Steven, but Jerome Seagal against Joe Biden. This could literally be a toss-up. And I'm telling you, if he finished in eighth place, (laughs) if he finished in eighth place in this Democratic primary, I think I would tip the scales for Jerome Seagal um, as he's running for for governor, well, as he runs against uh, Joe Biden for the Democrat nomination. But you know who else ran for governor of Maryland? I... My favorite nickname of all time, Oz is looking at me. I, I look for excuses to say this. And I found when I saw this, I thought, I cannot. First of all, this guy we don't know anything about, probably in the polls right now, if if you pulled Democrats and you said, Do you want to vote for Biden or this other dip? and they just say yes, the other guy. I don't know who it is. I don't know what they stand for. I don't know their name. I don't know what state they're from. I don't know anything about their policies, but they cannot be any worse than this guy. I just saw him on my TV. He wasn't blinking for like 20 20 seconds straight. Looked like he was going to jump me in the parking lot, maybe him and Corn Pop out there in the parking lot with their chain and everything else. I don't know what to think, but I think I prefer whoever the other candidate is on the ticket in 2024. But the other person (laughs) that ran... In 2016, for the Democrat nomination for president of the United States. Remember, we had four old white guys in a Clinton back in 2016. Oh, boy. let me Can I remember the names of everybody? Lincoln Chafee was in there. The Nutty Professor Bernie Sanders. Of course, Hillary was in there. No. No, Biden didn't run in 16. Um, then, of course, my... Favorite, the one who came from Maryland. Sexy, sexy, sexy Martin O'Malley. And I'm forgetting the other one. It's almost, it's almost Jim Webb. Jim Webb, boy, that took me a moment. Actually, out of the group, the only one that had a hint of any clue, actually a couple of, Jim Webb was actually okay on a couple. I mean, he actually made, and compared to today's Democrat Party, Actually made a little bit of sense. Anyway, so we've got that. We got an official, I guess, an official challenger to Biden in 2024. But anyway, let's really start here today by talking about this deceit and deception about what a recession is. That's what we're going to do. And you know what, Oz? This is going to blow your mind. I'm looking at the clock here. We're usually long. We're usually really long in the first segment. But we're close enough, we're early, and we're close enough to the break. I'm going to take a break, and we're going to cue this up. After the break, we're going to talk about how they are flat-out lying to you about what a recession is. And we're also, well, that'll probably segue nicely, with Planned Parenthood lying to the American people also, changing the way, well, terms and words and phraseology on their website Again, to deceive you. These folks are professional deceivers. I am telling you, the media, the radical leftists, whether they are in a position of government in the Biden administration, whether they're you know, about to go over to Taiwan with Nancy Pelosi and potentially start a war with China, 
whether they are working at Planned Parenthood, no matter where they are, no matter where they are, if they are a radical leftist, if they are a radical leftist, if they're in the media, they are engaged in deception. They don't want you to understand their ideas because they're so obvious and clear that, oh yeah, that makes sense. No, they want to confuse you, conflate the issues, misinform. They want to change definitions. This is what they do. They want to leak early or, I guess, draft decisions from the Supreme Court. They want to blame Trump. Oh, yes, blame Trump for inflation. That's another story I've got here. And, of course, they want to tell you things like when they take their mask off, as did Eric Aquaman Garcetti, they want to say, I was holding my breath, and everyone knows that you can't spread COVID when you hold your breath. <laughs> I just can't. So the, the question I asked off the top, you can see, there are so many things vying for our attention today. Any, any one of these things we could take and probably talk about for the whole program, but we're not going to do that. We're going to kind of go through these. They're going to intersect at points along the way. Next segment, we'll pick up by talking about this recession and how they are lying to you, my friends, as to what a recession is, because you know what? They have brought one upon us, and they do not want voters to know that heading to the polls here in the midterm. So quick timeouts in order. We'll pick up where we get uh, right here when we get back. You're listening to Conservative, not bitter talk. Be careful out there operating heavy machinery, driving a vehicle. Contents of this program may cause you to lean to the right. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. By the way, I didn't say this off the top of the program. You want to send your thoughts, your questions, your feedback, always coupled with your adoration and praise for the show's host. You can send you can actually do two things. Actually, do two things. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Again, that's I say that fast sometimes. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Or you can text. You can text us. And I I respond. I Some people don't think I respond to the... T- I do. That's me texting back. If it says my name, it's for me. Phone number 317-210-2830. You can leave a message there, too, if you want. If it's good enough, maybe it'll be on the show. Have all sorts of ways to connect with us. 317-210-2830. I was talking with Oz, this gum. This gum has not been developed yet. It is being developed. It is in the process of being developed. Uh, The left may come out and tell us that the definition of what it means to be under the process of development might change tomorrow, but currently, as I understand what it means for something to be developed in the process of development, they are in the active stage of trying to create this. So scientists have put this, uh, trying to put this gum together that's going to serve as a protective measure against COVID. I was asking Oz, what, what would you call that? Would it be Fauci fruit? Would it be Fauci-licious? That's my favorite, Fauci-licious. Maybe it's Hubba Burks. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's named after, well, there's all sorts of directions we could take this. But anyway, I want to get to what I told you last segment we were going to get to, which is the deceit, the deceit with this recession. So I'm going to play this exchange that Peter Ducey had with, look, 
I've said before, I think the worst the I, I've mentioned other people as the worst press secretaries for the White House before, but I gotta be honest. I I don't think we've ever seen one as bad as Corrine Jean Pierre. She it, it's embarrassing. And I'll tell you what part of it is. Part of it is she is, I really think she can't with a straight face say what they really want her to say. Jen Psaki had no problem. Jen Psaki could circle back, or well, she never did circle back, but she'd tell you she was going to circle back all the time. But she had no problem to say if, if the communications team prior to her going out and having a press conference and speaking to the media, if they said, we need you to say and fill in the blank here with the craziest idea you can think of, Keep it clean. But if if they she was said, you know, told to go out there and say it, she would do it. She would try to sell it. And and Corrine Jean Pierre can't do that. And so she carries this binder out there with nine hundred and seventy two pages of notes. Um, and every time she's asked a question, she flips through it and she reads from it. Now I understand to a point, maybe wanting to like reference to me, it's a sheet or two. But then again, I come on this program with no notes. I don't know. Maybe she's being told. That's the other thing. When you are trying to communicate truth and things that make sense, you don't have to have a specific way to say it. You know, you don't have to have a, a strategy for making sure you don't say the wrong thing. That's not at all how I go about it. You can just talk like you would as a normal human being because you know what? The way that I, my, my intent is to communicate truth doesn't mean that I'm never wrong, although those of you listen to this program would know darn good and well that that's a very, very rare. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Very rare. Sorry, we've got a uh, – that was Echo. Our, uh, she's in here normally quiet, but she's uh, had something to say there a second ago. Anyway. So she has this binder. It's full of stuff. She's got to flip through it. She reads from it verbatim. Sometimes she goes to the wrong section. I've noticed that. That happens as well. So, but again, if you have truth to communicate or basic ideas or you just want to have a conversation about things with people, you don't have to have all that. Again, maybe you need a few bullet points, but that's not what she has. So Peter Ducey, Fox News, uh, White House, what correspondent is asking? He he's pressing her on this definition of a recession. Now, as I said last segment, and as you know, if you followed politics at all, if you've taken an economics one hundred and one course, if you've read a book, if you've read a few paragraphs on economics as it pertains to a recession, you will know what the definition of a recession is, and that is two consecutive quarters, which is, again, two consecutive three-month blocks of time, which really means six straight months. It means six straight months of the economy actually shrinking. So, in other words, if it's measured in one quarter and it's negative, you think, well, maybe there was some fluke or something that happened that quarter that's not really a long-term problem. We're not really in a recession. There's not a pattern that's developed here. It was just something that you know, like a blip on the radar, right? So that is, I mean, think, think COVID. 
right? Think think that first that first part of COVID when when everything shut down. It took time, of course, to get back up, but just some some sort of blip like that um, that maybe could bounce back quickly. Again, if we didn't go to the extreme that we went to, but you you understand the point. It's not not necessarily something fundamentally wrong. It's some some factor, some event that doesn't mean that we're on a long-term trajectory towards something that's not healthy for the economy. So six straight months, two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. That's always been the definition. Always. Folks, I have followed this. You have followed this. You trust your instincts. Do not let these professional deceivers tell you something that you know is not true. That you know is this is not she is lying. She is straight up lying to the American people here. So here's this exchange. Peter Ducey of Fox News, Corinne Jean Pierre of the Biden administration, press secretary here, lying, straight up in your face, lying to you, lying to me, lying to taxpayers, lying to the American people, lying to voters, just straight up lying. This is not true just go back in history <laughs> in fact i there there have been in fact i think i retweeted last night someone who in 2020 when trump was still president said that we're definitely in a recession because of two consecutive quarters probably in the coming out of the covid situation or going into the covid situation um but now in 2022 with biden as president it says well that's not really the definition i mean that's literally they are straight up trying to lie to you. They are trying to change definitions, change the rules, change whatever they have to change so that they don't have to deal with more negative news. And in some sense, if you want to throw morality out the window, which I'm not endorsing that methodology, but if that's your if if, if you believe that there's, you know, no right or wrong, no good or bad and you just want to survive, I mean, I, I can understand where they're coming from because they just don't want to have another political battle to fight because they already know that they're going to get, well, they're shaping, it's shaping up for them to get shellacked. Anyway, all that being said, I want to play this. I want to play this soundbite, this back and forth. I want you to listen and just know when she's talking and she's telling you what the definition is, she is absolutely lying to you. Here it is where we are today. If things are going so great, though, then why is it the White House officials are trying to redefine recession? No, we're not redefining recession. If we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth in a row, and then you have White House officials come up here to say, no, 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 that's not what a recession is. It's something else. How is that not redefining recession? Because that's not the definition. That is not the definition. said in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I can tell you this. And yesterday said two two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It is not. It is not. It is not. I can can speak to I can speak to you to what he said yesterday in front of all of you, which is the last thing that you just repeated. There are many factors. There are many factors, economic factors and indicators to consider. uh, And fine, I will say that uh, the textbook definition of recession is not is not two negative quarters of GDP. What is it? We have a strong labor market. What is it? We have business. Then what is it? What's the definition? She never gives you the definition. 
This sounds remarkably similar to their inability to define what a woman is. It is, it is, folks, these people, these radical leftists, these, you know what I mean. I'm not talking, we're, when I just had lunch with a, a friend yesterday and, we, and I, we were talking about some things. I said, we've got the radical left, we've got liberals, we've got moderate union, you know, Democrats, blue dog Democrats. There's still a lot of those, at least in my neck of the woods that I know anyway. Then there's, you know, middle of the road Republicans. Then there's conservative and, you know, people, limited government types. If you kind of run through the spectrum there. But this, I'm talking specifically of the radical left, the folks who are woke, the folks who believe in, I mean, crazy, ludicrous stuff. They don't believe in right and wrong. They don't believe in truth. They don't believe in anything. They believe in political victory. That's what they believe. And if it means they have to def- to deny, I'm telling, they deny. They, with a straight face, will tell you that they can't define a woman because they're not a biologist. She will, Corrine Jean-Pierre, will stand up in front of the media. Where's the other journalist, by the way, saying, um, you know what, we've been following this for 10 years, and what you're saying is literally not true. Where, where is this? If it happened, by the way, I sure I didn't see it. But where is this? They are flat out lying to you. They are flat out lying to their base. It's the only way, the only way that they can win the argument is to deceive, to lie, to change the rules, to change the definitions. They don't want to have a conversation about truth. You want to scare a leftist? Which I'm not saying to go around wanting to scare a leftist, but if you want to find out who they are, you just say, just use the word truth and see the response. If they say I'm uncomfortable with that phrase, then probably a good chance that they're a radical leftist. They're uncomfortable with it because once you establish truth, the truth has to come from somewhere, right? And if the truth comes from somewhere greater than us, uh uh-oh, now we're getting really intense. That means there's got to be some sort of a moral lawgiver. Whoa, boy. That means, oh, gee, that means that there's right and wrong. That means that just because I want something doesn't mean that it's right, you know, or, or that it... It doesn't mean that I'm not I, – it means I can be held accountable for what I think and what I do and how I act. Ooh, I don't like that. don't want to go down that road. So let's just define, redefine everything. Let's put our heads in the sand. Let's play this game of sophistry. Let's play shenanigans up here. Let's do smoke and mirrors. That's what this is, 100%. 100%. Got to take a timeout. Got another – Biden economic advisor, which what do you have? What's the qualifications to be a Biden economic advisor to not be able to balance your checkbook? I mean, what what qualifies you for this to be just to go through the leftist training and to know how to deceive? That's probably at the top of the list, to be quite honest. But there's another Biden official out there. Biden, I don't even know the person's I'm, I don't even care to me. These folks who are spreading these lies and deceit, it doesn't matter to me. They, they speak for the same worldview and ideology, which is, which is designed to confuse you, confuse me, to not have to engage in real talk about truth. But there's others out there saying this nonsense as well. Play that clip when we get back from the break. Sit tight, my friends, back in just a minute.
so here we've got a Biden economic advisor, which, again, probably just means someone who cannot balance a checkbook, has no concern about what anything costs, um, who thinks that you spend your way into economic bliss, who sees no problems with being in debt bazillions of dollars, that is the qualification to be a Biden economic advisor. I don't even know what, I don't even know what that means at some point because there, it, it makes no sense in a, in a logical, logical sense to say that Biden has an economic advisor. It would make more sense to say Biden has um, an economic well, an economy destroyer on his staff, and that makes more sense. I mean, to to be on the team, you have to be wrong about everything. You have to be wrong. Remember, remember, they told us we're not heading into a recession. This is going to be a minor blip. Remember this? That's what they told us a year ago. Gas prices, Biden, the left, the radical left policies, they're anti-oil, anti-people having cars and you know, pro-climate change, shut down the world, sort of, uh, you know, tell us to shut down the cars and turn off our air conditioners kind of mindset that the policies and the things that they embrace and all that stuff. None none of it makes sense. They are wrong 100% of the time, 100% of the time. They, They should follow the advice of George Costanza and do the opposite. Do the opposite, Biden economic advisor. Do the opposite. They drive gasoline prices up massive amounts. Massive amounts. I mean, percentages through the roof. And then they it goes down to, one, I don't know, 10% or whatever it is. It goes down a little bit, and they want all the credit. Like Michael Scott, they want all the credit and none of the blame. I mean, it's really a sitcom. It really is a sitcom, a mixture of... The Office and Seinfeld, and not in the good ways, because this isn't meant to be funny. This is meant to actually be determined to determine how how we live uh, in in this country. So here's another Biden economic advisor. I'm using air quotes here because heaven only knows what that really means. Someone who's sabotaging the economy, I guess. But listen how this joker as well. They're they're up there with straight faces, telling people no, no, no. Two negative quarters of GDP, gross domestic product growth, is not the tech technical definition of recession. No, there's other factors. Well, you know what? You can talk about the other factors when you talk about the overall health of the economy. You can certainly do that. But there is a specific, well-defined definition for what a recession is, and it is precisely two negative quarters of economic growth, of GDP growth. But here's another professional deceiver up here. Many of you have uh, reported on... Um, uh, As Secretary Yellen said on Sunday, oh, yes. uh, two negative quarters of GDP growth is not uh, the technical definition of recession. It's mm-hmm. not the definition that economists have traditionally mm-hmm. uh, relied on. Uh, there is an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research. Oh, yes. Uh, and what they efficient. do is they look at a broad range of data in deciding uh, whether or not a recession has occurred. That is the problem. Many this of you literally have. sounds just like that conversation that Matt Walsh has. I'm, I'm going to pull that up. I want to <laughs> compare and contrast this because when he says, when he says the technical definition of a recession is not 
two negative quarters of growth. It makes me think how they want to deny that biology is XX and XY chromosomes. Well, that's not the technical definition of, of, of male or female. What you want to do, you want to have a team of, team of biologists, you see. You can't have a Supreme Court justice tell you what a, what a woman is. You've got to, you got to send it to this team, and it's got some fancy name. It's called the National Institute of some such thing that sounds really, really complicated and sophisticated, and we've got some really smart people there that are technocrats, and they're the ones you don't think about it at all. You don't, you know, we don't want you thinking about these things. We're going to send it off to the professionals. They're going to do all their little fancy work behind closed doors, their fancy big name for determining what the truth is, whether it's the economy, the technical definition of recession, the technical definition of male and female. These jokers are professional deceivers, 1,000%. And I've got to take a break. Listening to the, the Todd Huff Show here, conservative not bitter, back in just a minute. All right, my friends, welcome back. This, uh, the amount of deceit, the amount of intentional deceit that we are subjected to each and every day. And I didn't pull, I was talking to Oz during the break, and I did not pull the soundbite. Um, about the woman, right? The the definition. I need to do this if I can do that while I'm talking here. Um, but the the way that they've approached this, the way the left, the way the Biden administration, the way the media has approached this, they are saying, well, you know, it's not technically the definition. It's not technically the definition of a recession if we have two negative quarters. And then, of course, average people are like, well, you know, I don't know. I've just follow, I just listened to the media for, for years. But isn't it interesting when a Republican is president, you go back, go back, go back and look at the Bush years. The media, the media narrative drove, was a factor in driving us, a factor of driving recessionary forces under President George W. Bush. Everything was reasonably okay, other than the fact, of course, we had the housing crisis that was set up because, again, government policies um, that were forcing people, forcing banks to loan money to people who really had no way of proving they could pay it back. That's what set that up. But beside the point, besides that point, the you know when when Bush was president. The media would talk. Oh my goodness! I don't know. We probably have probably have a recession coming around the corner. I don't. You know, is it going to come? I don't know. And it's almost wishful thinking. They almost they almost used self fulfilling prophecy. And it wasn't. I'm not saying that there weren't other factors. Please don't misunderstand. But that's how it was approached. Meanwhile, we literally can be in a recession, which we we are. We're going to find out that we are. We know that we are. It inflation is so bad they can't even deny that. They can't convince you that you're not paying more for gas and food and all that sort of stuff. So what do they do? They blame Trump. I mean, th- this is this is like toddler sort of stuff. I mean, this is this is not how healthy adults behave. Everything that they have touched, I mean this, everything that they have touched, they 
they have burnt to the ground. They have burnt it to the ground. And look, I know many of you are going to be resistant to believing this, but just just be open to this. I know I know it's not fun to believe, even if it's even it's for, even if it's believing this about the party that you don't support or you know you didn't vote for Biden. It's still hard to swallow. I remember when I was listening to Rush Limbaugh back in probably about 20, 20 some years ago. I remember him talking about how people on the radical I'm talking radicals. I'm not talking about it's not the Democrat you know, your next door neighbor, the the uh, Union Democrat, the Blue Dog Democrat. It's not even liberals. But the radical left, the folks who hate this country, the godless radical left, they they hate this place. They do not like it at all for a whole myriad of reasons. And I would I would maintain ultimately because their worldview is built upon lies and just not the way that things were designed to work this side of heaven. But nonetheless, nonetheless, that's that's their worldview. It's corrupt. It's it's pathetic. It doesn't do anything but cause equality and misery. And so, you know, this this whole this whole realization, sometimes we all get there differently, but there are some people who are so far to the radical left. They they hate this country so bad. It is intentional. It is intentional. When you find yourself saying you couldn't try, you couldn't do this poorly if you tried to kind of make a point. Really, if you find yourself saying that, then ask yourself, really, isn't the question, if it is this bad, is there any other explanation than besides it's intentional? That, to me, is the question. They hate this place so bad, they want to metaphorically burn it to the ground and then recreate with powers that they're more than happy to take from the American people and create something that they like a lot more. Something that gives them more power, more authority, that gives you less freedom and opportunity. Something that they can control top down. You shut up, I shut up, get in line. They manage things, and that's that. Quick time out, my friends. Back in just a minute. found this it took me a second i found this uh clip but i don't have time to get to it now because we're simply simply out of time remember this was the professor we've talked about this a couple of times matt walsh in his documentary what is a woman says what's a woman and then the professor says a woman's a woman a woman's a, someone who identifies as a woman matt walsh says well what is a woman what are they identifying as and the professor acts like you idiot it's a woman and matt walsh says what is it and they can't define it they can't define anything because definitions actually box you in to actually having to defend and explain what you think, and they can't do that. So I've got to go. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care. I 